Well, mine's back up anyway. Oh, sorry. Hey. You didn't hey. tell me you were recording. I was in hey. there talking. I'm recording now. I'm oh, recording cool. Now. I'm recording now. Hey, y'all. Uh, guess what? No music. We're about to bring you the biggest football preview show in the history of big football preview shows. The biggest it's ever. Big. Biggest ever. Ever. See, ever. here's what happened, folks. Yeah. A few months ago, we had the crazy just blessing yeah. of getting Oliver Miller. Yes, the Oliver Miller. Big the Oliver Miller. On this podcast. And we had a great time with him. Talked Razorback stuff, talked his history, told his story a little bit, told you know, NBA, all that kind of stuff. And then sent him a message afterwards, and he said, God, you know, I said, thanks for coming on. He said, man, thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. Bring me back on. Let's talk football. You ain't, you, you ain't even got to ask, homie. No, you ain't got to ask. Like, don't pencil that in. Use a pen. Right in the knee. Spinning that in. We're writing it in. It's Put it right happen. here. We'll tattoo it right here. It's going to happen. It's tattooed on Clint's arm. Yeah. So guess what? We're doing the preview of the Razorback football schedule. It's Big C. Bigger T. And the one and only Big O. How about that? How about that? Boom! One, two, three, five! You ever seen a lame man walk? Ever heard a dumb man talk? Never seen a blind man see? I promise you a pain is seen a canceled death, ever seen all the poor get fed, ever seen a prisoner set free, I promise you a change is podcast and boy i'm excited for this one y'all hope you're having a great day wherever you are out there in this wide wide world listening to this whether you're on youtube whether you're on apple or or spotify or wherever and hey wherever in the world you are we're over like big old we got people in the uk watching us and listening to us man we, we don't know where these people are coming from but anyway, I'm joined as usual with my man Big C, Clint Clark. Clint, how you doing? Well, I don't care. We got Big Yeah, I don't know. I, I was surprised you even talked to me. <laughs> if I'm just I'm playing spades on my phone, so y'all just y'all talk about whatever. <laughs> you know, Big O, how you doing, buddy? It's great to have you back on the show. Good. You know, uh, the last time we had you on, it was during uh, we we talked a lot. Of, you told us some great stories and and uh, just about your playing time and things like that. 
But one of the biggest things that I think Clint and I both got from people that were watching because the baseball game was going on while we were recording. And so we had to take a few woo pig stops, you know, when, when things yeah. were happening. <laughs> and, uh, and the thing I got from everybody was, man, he's a huge hog fan. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what do you expect? I mean, the guy was, you know, Mr. Everything for the basketball team. He still roots for him. That's his, I mean, that's his squad, right? Gotta show love who gave me love. So always. <laughs> now, now, have you gotten more like as a follower of Arkansas sports as you've gotten older? Or were you always like a huge fan? Even when you're playing the NBA, did you see Arkansas win a big game and then go trash talk one of your teammates? Um, you know, I, I pretty much kept up. I just wasn't as vocal. Well, I probably was vocal on Facebook, you know, but, you know, yeah. once I figured out Twitter, then a lot of Arkansas, most of my followers are Arkansas, so I just pretty much got involved. And, you know, I'm just yeah, – I, I love it. No, and you're a treat on Twitter. If you're not following Big O on Twitter, That's you're right. doing Twitter wrong. <laughs> you ain't you ain't got it right. You might as well not even have a login. Yeah, just just you delete delete the little bird app off your off your phone. You don't deserve to be on it. That's right. <laughs> no, he, he is a great follow. And uh, how, how's the golf game going? I'm at single digit, uh, single digit now. So that's pretty good. Yeah. So. Uh, just keep grinding. Well, after you were on the show, you you said some nice things. You, you, I guess you enjoyed it or you wouldn't be back. But uh, one of the things you said was, bring me on. Let's talk football. Right. Arkansas basketball legend. They were going to talk. No, we're not talking. <laughs> no. Who cares? We're um, talk football. I mean, what's the sport ever done for you, Big O? Am I right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey, and so we're I like, supported them when I was there. So, you know, I support them now. I, I've always supported the Hogs. Yeah. You know, even though I'm a, a Florida State fan, and then I became a Hog fan because I was a Deion Sanders watching him back uh -huh. in the day. But, you know, I'm a Hog for life. So let's go. Well, we, we became Hog fans we, watching we you. Against, so that's what's so cool about this. We're playing against Texas. Of course, I'm a watch. <laughs> yeah, I don't man. care. If we had a water polo against Texas, I'm going to watch so we can beat them. <laughs> like watching Derek Jeter, you know, hey, lonely. he said, what, what a kid asked him, what's the first team that you want to beat? And he said, Boston. So I'm like, hell yeah, Texas. <laughs> God, yeah. <laughs> now, how fast would you have gotten from the stands to the field? Now, you'd have been on the field already when they stormed the field against Texas. What's that? You'd have, when, when, the, when the fans stormed the field against Texas in football last year, I was like, man, how fast would a big old got out of the stands to storm the field? And I'm like, I would have done that. <laughs> well, you'd already been on the field. Big O don't have to sit in the stands. Big O gets on the sideline. in a suite somewhere enjoying the game with a cocktail. And uh, <laughs> I'm lit those. I'm lit the students storm the fan. I'm too old for that. That's right. <laughs> I don't blame you there, man. So here's what we want to do, Big O. We were thinking, what's you know, me and Clint were talking. We we're like, well, what's the best way? We can kind of preview this season. So what we're going to do is, is we're just going to kind of work our way through the schedule. All right. We're going to kind of give our prediction on what we think, you know, you know, cause I kind of, you know, 
I kind of did this the other day, just kind of, you know, on my own, just, or I was actually talking to a buddy of mine and he just kind of went through it real quick. And I had one number in my head before I started, but by the time I got to the end of the schedule, I was like, Hmm, that number's changed a little bit. So I want to see what that's like for y'all. Okay. So All right. I don't know if you've looked at the schedule very closely or not. Don't, but tell, us, don't tell us your number yet. Was it, yeah, I, and you know, I'm not going to. I'm not going and to. We all know I don't do research, so let's go. <laughs> and mine may change as we go through this, to be honest with you. Okay. Well, I want everybody to know this is water. I'm just advertising my new cup. <laughs> the big old oh, man. <laughs> it's water. It's not no alcohol. No <laughs> alcohol for the season. <laughs> so week one. The Hogs are playing Cincinnati Bearcats. Oh, yeah, Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati finished, what were they, fourth last year? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Luke Fickle's their coach. They uh, they had a stud quarterback. They lost him. Uh, but they have a guy that was his backup. Then they have a guy that was his backup that transferred out somewhere else and now is transferred back. Okay, so apparently, and from what I hear, they're competing. I think Cincinnati and the coaches poll, Clinton, do you remember what they were ranked? They're ranked like right one ahead of us. I, I think, think 22nd. Yeah, 22nd. And we're 23rd. Yeah. So um, we're 23 right now. Yeah, yes, we're sir. 23 in the coaches poll. So the first game is going to be 22 versus 23. Yeah. At home. At home. At home. SEC Nation is going to be there. In Cincinnati, uh, lost more than just Ritter. I think Vegas has us as the as like about a touchdown favorite. I, I feel since we we ended on a hot note, home opener. I think we're used to what the last couple of years not doing too good on home openers. Yep. So I feel this year is the year that we're gonna win. Arkansas over Cincinnati. Got the win. Yeah, I, yeah, take I, I have this as a win. I I, I think. You know, home open. Cincinnati has never done good against an SEC offensive line. I mean, it just I think our offensive line is just going to overpower them. We can run on them when we want, and I think that's the difference. I, I think Arkansas wins comfortably. Yeah, I, I agree with y'all. I think we finally have the depth at athletes to play a team like this. Uh, also, I think they're going to be trying to figure out their quarterback. They also lost uh, eleven starters. Uh, from last year so they're going to be figuring out some things and i'm sure they recruited well i mean there's cincinnati's no longer a cellar dweller team or you know or a you know second rate team they are a competitive team but i think i think uh this arkansas team is going to have something to prove right away and I, i think we'll win that one so then week two we have the gamecocks coming in that's a conference game, right? Yep. yep. Uh, South, South Carolina. Uh, Shane Beamer from the, uh, you know, he's from the Georgia. Uh, you know, what? he's from the Kirby Smart coaching tree. Also, um, of course, he's also has got his dad's coaching tree. I guess Frank Beamer, but um, they have a new quarterback, Spencer Rattler, which I personally think is overrated, uh, but. You know, he's the transfer from Oklahoma. Uh, 
They're in, in a lot of people would say they're an improving team. Uh, what do y'all think about South Carolina? Here's why I'm not worried about South Carolina. And then there's one reason I, I read there was an article that came out at Saturday down south that ranked the quarterbacks one through 25, the top 25 quarterbacks. KJ Jefferson was number eight. Spencer Rattler was number four. KJ Jefferson has seen that. Mm-hmm. And KJ Jefferson will take that very, very, very personally. And I project a huge game by KJ Jefferson. And I don't think it's going to be close either. Okay. I looked at the schedule earlier, and to be honest, I, I feel that we're going to be undefeated going into the AM game. So Think that's I feel it. we're going to win against Carolina and Missouri State. And I think we're just going to go. There's going to be a different year this year. I mean, we beat them last year, right? Mm. But I think this year is going to be a different year. Uh, I feel that we're just going to be undefeated. So we're going to be 3-0 until we get to the Classic because, you know, those next two games with – and I'm sorry to jump ahead, but – Oh, that's all right. That, you know, once we get to AM and Alabama, that's when uh that's yeah. when the two tests gonna get in. No, no, you're I agree with you 100 I think Missouri State's interesting because Bobby Petrino um is coming back. Yeah. Right. That that that's that I, I they'll probably call that the Jessica Durrell Bowl or something. I have no idea. <laughs> but uh <laughs> maybe the wrecked Harley bow. Yes, yeah, wrecked motorcycle bow. Uh, get an insurance company to sponsor it. I, I, mean, bet I guarantee you there'll be some fans show up in those neck braces. Oh, yeah, with a black eye. <laughs> 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 conference uh, so, South Carolina, all of us have a win there. Missouri State, all of us have a win there. They just that's, – that's the one game this year that just talent-wise, they're just they, – yeah. they're not going to be able to stay on the field. So, you got the neutral site game. Texas A&M, back at AT&T Stadium. We won it from them last year with the, you know, won the trophy finally. Um, you know, we always have a good crowd there. We'll have a good crowd again. Both teams will probably be undefeated. Both teams will probably be undefeated. Uh, and rank, ranked pretty high. Probably a 50 of coin flips chance that the college game day would be there. It's always a possibility. <clears throat> and, um, you know, A&M had a good and pretty good recruiting class. Uh, the question is, can Jimbo figure out quarterback, you know, for to be the to be the quarterback guru? He sure has struggled finding a quarterback, you know. Jameis Winston's is the only one he's really had. Yeah, I mean – and I've, I've never been – like, if you listen to Mark and Marcus Elliott on Drive Time Sports, you'd think Jimbo was a combination of Nick Saban, Bear Bryant, and Urban Meyer all in one. Yeah. Um, not that he kicks players, but mm-hmm. no, not, I don't so, know. So, we lost two key wide receivers, right? Yeah, lost Tyson Moores and, and Traylon Burks. Because Tyson, I think, was the number two um, – receiver coming in now we did get a five-star transfer from jade uh, from oklahoma uh jaden hazelwood or is it jalen uh jalen hazelwood and then 
Now, I mean, Pittman said it in the press conference the other day. He's not lived up to his hype coming out of high school. Mm. He goes, he knows it too. And he's got a chip on his shoulder. And I think he came to Arkansas with some of the proofs. And also, uh, Matt Landers, correct? Yeah. Transfer from Toledo from Georgia is apparently turning a lot ahead. So we got two new transfers in. And plus, you got to think about it. Ideally, you get better year after year. Right. Rest. So have you, you got to think, Jackson. Have you heard of up. Matt Landers yet, Big O? Uh, Huh? Have you heard talk about Matt Landers yet? No. He's a kid. He's interesting to me uh, for several reasons. First of all, when I first heard about him, he he started out at Georgia when Pittman was there. Okay. But he didn't do a whole lot, and he transferred to Toledo and put up some pretty good numbers at Toledo. And then, then he transferred here for his last year. He's six five, and apparently can run like a crazy man. Uh, is real good with the long ball. He uh, every time they talk about how you're going to replace Burks, his name has come up. You know they got like a they got Santanga, who's a who's a stud freshman out of Fayetteville, who's like all Mister Track, you know like setting state records in the, on the track, uh, you know, in track in the spring. It doesn't matter how fast you go if you don't have no hands. That's true. You're right. That's the same boat. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, but, um, you know, they have all these other guys. They think, you know, Mike could – but they keep bringing this Landers guy up. And I think Pittman saw something in him at Georgia – that he thinks he's going to be a big-time contributor now. And so I think between him and that Hazelwood guy, Hazelwood was a five-star Oklahoma recruit. And I forget how many – he caught like 30-something passes at Oklahoma last year. Of course, they the were – 39 keeps sticking yeah, man. They were they were up and down on their quarterbacks or something. and And he got hurt, I think maybe or something like that but anyway he transferred in his high one of his high school coaches was our jimmy smith our running back coach so that was one of the reasons he came here but um so yeah we're gonna miss Traylon burton but that's the biggest question is who gets those who gets those catches what about our, did, did, did the offensive line change did we get better did we lose people well, with the with, with the offense that we had last year, with Jefferson being the running quarterback, yeah. and being that we had two beast running backs back there in the backfield, yeah. or will we have a lineman that be able to sustain all through the year to protect Jefferson and to you know open up the holes for our running backs and for him? Yeah. Well, we return you return everybody but your starting left tackle and your sixth man. Because Arkansas last year would bring Ty Clary off the bench. It didn't matter who got hurt. He was the next guy in. Um, <clears throat> so, um, you're replacing um, Luke Jones right now as Pennsylvania at the starter left tackle. He's been around forever. And Ty Craig, Ty Keese, Ty Keese. Crawford. Crawford. He's been filling in a lot at right tackle when Wagner's been hurt, but he may start at left tackle and, so I think that's your six. The, the, well, I think the Luke Jones has pretty much solidified his spot at left tackle from the way they're talking. Uh, yeah, he he's a guy that he's a Central Arkansas guy that originally went to Notre Dame, 
And then uh, was it Notre Dame or Michigan, Clint? You remember Notre Dame. Notre Dame. And then transferred it down. He's he's played a couple of different positions on the line, but I think he's doing real well at left tackle. You still got your left guard, your center, which your center, you know, is really good. Stromberg's, you know, he's up for, you know, he's he's on the watch list for the like, Remington watch list. Yeah, the Remington watch list. I never was on that. Yeah. Um your right guard is good. Dalton Wagner's your, your returner at right tackle, but he's been injured a little bit. But they got um, a lot of their guys have changed their body a lot. Some of them have added weight that needed to, like Stromberg. When he came in, he was like at 280. Now he's about 310 or 320, somewhere in there. But then they've got some guys that were like at 360 that are down to like 330 that are yeah. – that are, you know, moving around a lot better. So they're getting a good even kill on that line. They, they think the line's going to be a, a positive. Running back-wise, for the start of the season, Dominique Johnson's gonna, probably not going to play against Cincinnati. However, they're saying Rocket Sanders, he's the guy that they switched from receiver to running back last year. He was – he wore number five, didn't he, Clint? Yep. Uh he has improved so much that they're they're talking like he may get 50% of the carries and then all the other running backs get split the other 50%. I'm not really worried about those those positions. So we pretty much have I just want a line to be healthy mm-hmm. so Jefferson can be healthy yep. at least, you know, right. 80% of the season, you know, because you know he He's a big guy. He runs. He takes a lot of hits. Mm. And, you know, our running backs have had problems with injuries as well. I just want to be able, you know, to protect, be, they, those guys be protected and to last throughout the year, you know, and do what they need to do. Now, defense, I'm not really worried about our defensive line or our linebackers. I just, I'm pretty much worried about secondary some of the time because, you know, when we reach a, a team with a good quarterback that, that, that has a good arm or that can make good reads, it always bites us. But, mm. you know, but then again, those guys, they 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 catch on quick. And then before you know it, we get an interception. You're like, damn, where were you at the whole game? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, I, just, I, I feel that A&M is going to be a true, true test. Right. I would love to see us beat AM and Alabama, but I just want to be realistic. I feel we get one out, one out of them. But I would love for it to be Alabama because I'm going to be at that game. But, you know, I would love for us to be AM as well. But, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be greedy. I'm just saying we're going to win one, one out of the two. We'll be one and one. See, and I, I like where your head is on that. I, I'm going to disagree with you, though, because I, I really. <sighs> It depends on the it all depends on the quarterback situation at at A and M. Do they start Hayes King, who was who I would because I mean what I saw of Max Johnson last year, um, he doesn't seem to have an it the it if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think Hayes King's gonna be the quarterback. I think I think we just I just feel different about this year. I really do, and I think we're gonna get both of them. I really do. I think Alabama's beat us so many times in a row. I think the last coach to beat them at the University of Arkansas, believe it or not, is Houston Dale Nutt. Mm. Um, 
So, and um, so you think we win it? both of them? I think we win both of them. Okay. I can, I really I do. Can see, I can see 100,000. Well, not 100, but I can see about 80,000 running on the field for Alabama game. I yeah, no. We got to get them eventually. And this, this, I'm just yeah. telling you, I, my feeling is this team is just built different. This Arkansas team is built different and there's depth. There really is. Right. Now, all this is predicated on one thing that is Kenneth staying healthy. Exactly. That is KJ Jefferson staying healthy. I thought, I said on this podcast last year, I'm like, they're going to have a really good year if KJ is special. Mm-hmm. And I think we can all agree KJ Jefferson is special. I mean, he played a couple of games injured, but I, I don't, you know, man, yeah. just, no, I want you healthy because yeah. I know when you're healthy, I know we have 95% of the chance to win, you That's know, when, when he's healthy. No, so, no, and, and, and you, you say, if you can go into a going like a site like Saturday Down South and you have the number eight ranked quarterback, mm-hmm. and then I realistically look at that and go, no, I think he's better. Like, I think he's better than Spencer Rattler. Mm. I mean, who would we rather have a quarterback, Spencer Rattler or KJ Jefferson? I'll take KJ. Yeah, I mean, all day long, twice on Sunday. So I think we get, I think we get both of them now, but it depends on, it depends on how healthy we are. If we're healthy, and I think we got the depth that we don't have to be perfectly healthy, but we need to, you know, as, but KJ needs to be healthy for sure. Yeah. We all agree on that. <laughs> he he yeah. needs to be healthy. Yeah, for sure, man. Especially the way he's what I love too. And, and it happened, wasn't the AM game last year where he went out injured mm-hmm. and then they brought in a Hornsby to run the ball a little bit. And he got to a third down, and KJ comes in, gets the first down, kind of like, "I got you, little brother," <laughs> you know. And he show, and he put his head down. He was injured, he was hurting, but he put his head down, got the extra yards, got the first down, and and sealed the game for us. And that just, to me, that showed his just where he has is a, a leader. That's, I think that's going to be even better this year. Um, I. I still, and I think you're right on Big O, especially when you talk about playing teams like A&M and Alabama is the line that always makes a difference, right? I mean, that's all, that's what makes them good recruiters. They got those five-star D linemen, you know, or five-star linemen. I just think, man, we played Alabama so good last year, and I really want to write a W beside the Alabama score, you know, game. But I'm gonna have to put an L next to that one. I just uh I just don't know if we're gonna have the firepower. And I'm I'm just afraid too that they've they've reloaded. See, I here's what I here's what I really I hope is that is that Arkansas and Alabama both come into this game undefeated. It will be the biggest football game the state of Arkansas has seen in forever. Now, if we both undefeated, I can see game day in Arkansas. No, I, I really can. It could be. Now, now it's not going to be easy because, like I said, at this point, you beat Cincinnati, South Carolina, and A&M. Yeah. And, and you know, also Missouri State. But, I mean, you walk, I mean, it, you walk in that you game. You're top five in the nation by then. Huh? Yeah, you um, – how high? 
top five. Pretty probably top seven, top five, somewhere. Yeah, in there. yeah. I mean, it'll well, be a, it'll I, be a top I, five matchup. I bet you we can all agree on this. The Alabama game would be based on the momentum from the A&M game. Oh, yeah. If we go out and we just have a, a hellacious game against a and mm. I feel that we can carry it into the next week against Alabama. Yeah. yeah. And, and and if we slip up and lose against a and I feel sorry for Alabama because it's going to piss us off. Yeah. And you don't, you know, you don't like to piss off a Razorback. I'm some yeah. mean-ass animals, so... Yeah, I, mean, I would love for us to go two and zero, and we go into that that week four and zero against Alabama. But I mean, I just it's going to be a big test because you know, and them they did get they were what number one, number two recruiting class this year. Number one, like the best recruiting class of all time. Yeah, yeah. so it's going to be it's going to be a good game. Those two games are going to be good. I just I don't want to be greedy and say two and zero, but I take one out of one out of. So which one do you think will be the loss? Just so I can put one down. Mm. I want to say AM probably get us and we just be so the momentum okay. just we just be so pissed off and come home and we might end up whooping the shit out of Alabama. I mean like yeah, two touchdowns. <laughs> hey, it could I mean that's happened before, you yeah. know. I mean, you know, what what was it? Wasn't it last year we beat, you know, we beat A&M and then they ended up beating out. Alabama. They beat Alabama, Alabama. you know. Now, had the game of his life, and Calzada's somewhere now. I don't know. Yeah. I think he's at Auburn. But, I mean, looking throughout the schedule, though, I mean, it's it's tough because after A&M, what is it, Mississippi State? Well, the next one's Mississippi State, and that was at a game. Mississippi State. If missed missed a bunch of field goals last year, we wouldn't have won that one. And they got Will Rogers back. Uh, That's going to be a tough one. And that's following, you know, following a dogfight against. Well, and and this is this is a real potential trap game because you're going to be limping into this one. Yeah. Because A&M and Alabama, that's going to be two physical games. I, I could see us tripping up and losing this one. I really could. Um, just and because you're big. It's hard to play at Mississippi State, too. Yeah. Those daggone cowbells, man. Those are horrible. So, I, now, did you did you ever play at Starkville? Uh, no, I think they came to us. No, we're good. I'm, I'm – I'm happy for you. Yeah. Mississippi <laughs> <laughs> so, State's going to be ticked off because they live in Starkville. I'm going to call it a win, but I don't feel good about it. I, I take I we I Mississippi State. I, I say L because it's on the road after two tough weeks back to back. I mean, I wow. I'm gonna I'm gonna say win. Like us, huh? Because that's some woo wee. I'm gonna say a win on that one mainly because I think Barry Odom has the Pirates uh, number for his offense. I think he just he didn't have it last year, but hopefully he gets no. But but I think he's I think we got more depth on defense and especially more speed at linebacker this yeah. year. I loved our linebackers last year, but they were kind of slow. 
Now, here's a very possible trap game, I believe, at BYU Cougars. All right. Now, if you haven't looked up at the schedule, here's the problem with this game, is we have not had a bye week yet. No. We literally just played A&M, Alabama, and uh, Mississippi State. And Mississippi State is a physical football team up front. And, they really are. And – BYU has one of the best line, offensive lines in college football, and they have a quarterback who's getting a lot of NFL like thoughts. You know, people are talking about him as a possible high draft pick. Um, they're comparing him to the what's the the young guy at the Jets? Oh, yeah, Who that, uh, Zach on? Wilson. He's a real oh, lady. Zach Wilson. Yeah, there. Not not trying to jump ahead or anything, but looking at our schedule, the strength of our schedule, golly, I'm just like, yeah. we yeah. got three games back to back, then we got like two games, we know we can rest a little bit, get our, and then after you look after that, we got three more games like LSU, Ole Miss, and Auburn, I'm like, I'm like, do they hate us or something? But it's hey. SEC. <laughs> hey, Big O, this schedule Oh my god. Every team on it was in postseason play last year. Yeah. Like even Missouri State made postseason play for their, you know, their lower division. Right. They made I told me me and Travis talking on the phone earlier. I'm like, Chad Morris would go one and eleven in the schedule. And he might he might go 0 and twelve. Yeah. Because I could see him losing to Missouri State. But man, you're you're lipping into this game, but I still think we're more talented than BYU. Yeah, I think we can get BYU. Look, I'm uh, oh, man, I hate to do. I can't see us losing back to back this year or any any of the games. I I'm gonna predict a loss to BYU. I just think I think it's a trap game. I think we're gonna be beat up. I think we'll be ready for that bye week. I think they're more talented than we're than we're going to give them credit for. I don't. Pittman is going to be preaching hard to them that week. Do not take these guys lightly, because if we do take those guys lightly, they will beat us. And I think it is their homecoming, by the way. Wow. Which may tick us it's, off enough. It's but, homecoming at BYU. It's not. It's not yeah, that big. That's right. No, yeah, they, they dance with your sister. Wife. <laughs> yeah. All right, I was thinking it. I wasn't gonna go there, but I was thinking. Sorry. So, Sorry. Yeah. my bad. And then week eight, we got a bye week, which much needed. And to be honest with you, much needed follow up to that is Liberty. Auburn's next. Oh, Auburn! Gosh. Now. Brian Harrison has had a rough offseason at Auburn. He did have a rough offseason. We're on the road. We're on the road, and and nothing bad ever happens with officiating against Auburn. Yeah. Oh. Guys, we'll we'll be rested and healthy-ish for this game, and I I think we'll win. Auburn, it's – I mean, they had so many transfers in the transfer portal. They about recruited me to come play for them. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, yeah. It just, I, I think, 
I think Auburn's going to be the worst team in the SEC West. Yeah. Um, I think, like I said, Zach Calzada, who was terrible at A&M last year, except for against Alabama. He played lights out against Alabama, which is probably why they recruited him to Auburn. Yeah. Um, but he'll probably be their starting quarterback. I just think – or him or T.J. Finley. I just think Arkansas is a better football team, period. Yeah, I think there's so much turmoil. And I think there's just a lack of talent right now. I think Brian, uh, Harson, you know, he was a big old, I don't know if you know this, he was at U of A for, what, a year? Or Huh? He's at Arkansas State, wasn't he, for a year? Yeah, Arkansas State for a year. Anyway, but he was, a, you know, a good coach for that time. But he's not doing well there. They're not happy with him. Boosters aren't happy with him. Uh he made some people mad, and they tried to get rid of him this summer, but they wasn't able to. So, uh, or this that's last spring. But I so I predict we're going to win that one. Well, because you I, know, I feel, especially win a big one on the road, and I think it's going to be against Auburn. Yeah, yeah, especially you know if they're not having a great beginning to the season, that seat's already they may have already fired him by then. Yeah, and they're looking for a reason at this point. Yeah. Now, the next game is the Liberty Flames bringing Hugh Freeze in as coach. Uh, they're not a walkover, but do they have enough talent to stay on the field with our Hogs? Are we home or there? We're home. Home. Arkansas. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Li Liberty adding a great quarterback last year he's graduated and with the transfer portal you don't necessarily have to transfer to somewhere like liberty to play so yeah from in conference i don't think we get any l's outside of conference yeah. now the next week's a fun week it, it's it is uh oh. lsu oh lsu coming to arkansas so they're coming to arkansas now We've got a couple LSU transfers starting on our defense, probably. They've got a couple transfer hogs starting on their defense. I know who we need to try to run go routes on. Because yeah. <laughs> they got a couple guys that struggled for us staying with receivers. So, um, yeah, I mean, they were good. I'm, I'm, I miss one of them because his run support. But when it comes to pass – support he wasn't all that great um lsu lost a lot of players a lot of transfers um they got a new coach new coach who's got a who's got a fake southern accent that's right really fake yeah it was not very good you like my family his two steps and you know they've got a lot of turmoil going on just in that whole athletic department yeah now if kelly can keep them from that a little bit shelter them from all that other junk maybe but i think the hogs win that one i think this is a time when they're you know that like auburn they're just down and if you don't jump on them here you're you know who knows what kelly will end up doing there uh but yeah, no, I agree. Um, 
I mean, they're always going to be – LSU's always going to have talent, especially on the defensive side of the ball, but they did lose a lot. Um, so, I, I think we'll get this one. There you go. That's a cute puppy. <laughs> Look at there. <laughs> the new star of the show. Yeah. What kind of dog is that? A boxer. Boxer. Those are good dogs. I got a Siberian Husky, and now I can't wear any black clothes because it's just got dog hair all over. <laughs> wow. Bingo, what do you think? Think they beat LSU? Oh, yeah. I think we get LSU this year. Okay. Yeah. Next one is Lane Kiffin and the Ole Miss Rebels. That was a shootout last year. Um, How did we lose that? Oh, goodness. Now, Ole Miss only returns 11 starters, but they bring in one of the best transfer classes in the country. They're replacing Matt Carroll. So, what do y'all think? What I heard, Matt, whoever Coral's backup was, was, was beating out Dart. So, now, who knows by that point of the season? Oh, was the game home or there? Oh, it's at home. Uh, us, yeah. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't come down to the well, we might as well go for two because we can't stop them. Um, <laughs> I mean, which, which big O was that the right call, yes or no, last year to go for two? Go for the win, baby. Go for the win. I agree. We, I think everybody agrees, like, hey, it didn't work. I didn't like the play call. But yeah, the play wasn't good. But I like I always like going for the win. Yeah, yeah. because you know if we don't go for it. You know Lane Kiffin, he's going for it. <laughs> yeah, and like that, then like that's what Kiffin said in the game because we didn't stop them. They just went for two. Well, well I mean, I mean, but one of the thing reasons I have more hope for this game is even though we lost a lot of D line, you know, from last year. I think our depth is better on the D-line and at linebacker. Our depth is better. And I think we're going to run a little more. I think they're going to get a better pass rush this year. When I, you know, I've listened to some press conferences and our offensive linemen are talking and they're talking about some of the blitzes that they're throwing at them right now and they're struggling with it. I like hearing that. So, I think our defense is going to be better this year. And I think for teams like Ole Miss, that's going to be what we need to make up for the Traylon Burks deal. So I think we win that one too. And then week 13 at the Missouri Tigers, the <laughs> – <laughs> they trying to make that to be our big rivalry game. <clears throat> it just makes me. I mean, I do hate Missouri now, but I do, I do. I don't like them at all. Yeah. So I guess it's working. I don't know. <laughs> um, well, because I think you've got two schools like Arkansas looks at Missouri and like they're beneath us. Yeah. And then I think Missouri looks at Arkansas and goes they're beneath us. Right. The newsflash, we're not. Um, you know, but 
But yeah, I think it's just both schools just have a sense of superiority over the other one. And I do think Arkansas is a lot better at Missouri in football and I mean, basketball. Missouri hasn't been no class. They, they haven't been known since Michael Sam. So who is Missouri? I mean, really? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's been a long time since Missouri's been good at football. And yeah. uh, so I think um, I, and their quarterback situation was a mess. I don't see Drinkwitz figuring it out. I really don't. Um, and I think Missouri's always going to be known as the team that KJ had his coming out party against because that because that start he had against them when when Felipe Franks was hurt was when he was like he was yeah, like all right it. this is it KJ's the guy we we know it now KJ's the guy I feel a W against Missouri yeah so Travis what does that have our record at according to my I have our record at what you have our record at yeah. <laughs> Clint, I believe you said undefeated. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I believe you said undefeated. Uh, well, I give us three loss, two to go. Said one, two, just two losses. Two losses, which I would be tickled pink with. I would. You said A and M, and Mississippi State. State. Yep. And I said two losses also. I said Bama and BYU. BYU. Which either either one of those I would be would be thrilled to death with. Cause I mean the, the the thing about it is is you know Pittman has built depth. And you know and you know that you have a special quarterback. And that you have an inventive offensive coordinator and a defensive coordinator that's very good at game planning. So the, the ingredients are there. The only thing you don't have that you'd say you don't have is an experienced head coach. Yeah. But you got an experienced coach. And I think he knows what he's doing, and Pittman's proved that he can do the job. So well, I do know, think – What surprised me, you know, I told you all earlier that when my buddy asked me to, you know, we went through the schedule, what surprised me was the question he asked me at first was, do you think we'll win more games than last year? Now, if you don't look at the schedule and you don't think about anything, but all I thought about was the hardest schedule we've ever faced. Every team has gone, went to like a bowl game or postseason play last year that we're playing against. And every one of them, I mean, like Cincinnati should have been, you know, that – in the past, that would have been a some kind of walkover team we're playing. It ain't a walkover team. BYU would have been a walkover team. It ain't a walkover team. Uh, you know, I'd say Missouri State's still who Missouri State is. Liberty's not a walkover team, right? They win a bowl game. So, if just thinking about the, all those things, I would think, okay. Yeah, with that tough of a schedule, you take away some of those easy wins. Yeah, maybe less wins than last year. But what surprised me was I came out with just as many. And to be honest with you, I'm you know, I, we can make an argument for every game. Yeah. You know, none of us picked to lose the same game. No, no, and, and there was a several well, – I can't talk – several games there that I would have as swing games. But 
I think you know what you have. And there doesn't seem to be drama surrounding the program. Like when you used to expect big things out of Houston, Nut, there'd always be a little bit of drama. There's really not. You, you don't see that. I think this team's just tighter and they're closer. Mm-hmm. You, you know who your leaders are. You got bumper pull on defense. And then you got KJ. Mm-hmm. And I think, you, you know, and you see that. So Well, and, and like um, uh, I forget who it was, was saying the other day, I think Trey Biddy was talking about it. He said, your leaders are up the middle on the football field. You know, you got KJ Stromberg on the offensive line. Then you got uh, Bumper Pool and Jalen Catalan on defense. And that's your that's your stud guys. That's your leaders, and they're right there in the middle of the field, seeing both sides of the field, telling both sides of the field what to do. See, so, I mean, you gotta like it and. Man, I, I hope our predictions are right, or I hope Clint's are right. They yeah. go. I hope he's right on this. But uh, and I, I I don't know enough about Georgia because I figure Georgia's probably going to win the East. Um, you don't play them, right? No, we don't play them. But if but if, I I think they'll win the East. So I think it'd be Arkansas versus Georgia in the SEC championship game. Um, I mean, I think even course, how many how many of the teams we know Alabama's ranked? Yeah. Is, oh, is Mississippi State ranked? Uh, I don't know if I know Ole Miss is. And Ole A&M Miss. is. And them, us. Is yeah. LSU? Um, I, I don't think they're ranked, but I mean, they're like, I mean, they're all close to it. But you think about it, on our side, we got four teams that are ranked mm. just yeah. on our side. So you go to their side with Georgia and Florida, and who else on their side? Well, Kentucky's ranked. See, uh, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you Tennessee, you, I think, may be ranked. I but, mean, the SEC is just. But I mean, they're not as solid as what. I mean, just, just, I, I, I should have googled this. I tried to start. It's like uh, I was like, I'll just it'll be on this side and not have it. But yeah. It, it's a, it's going to be a crazy, crazy, crazy season, and I'm looking forward to it. No, our conference, I mean, every game's a battle. Every game's a battle. That South Carolina game's going to be a battle. Top 12. I predict we're going to top 12. Yeah. Um, the SEC, Alabama's ranked number one. Georgia is third. A&M is seventh. Arkansas is 23rd, and uh, Kentucky's 21st. Kentucky's starting to become a pretty good football team. Mm. And Ole Miss is 24th. And Kentucky beat us without a quarterback under Chad Morris. <laughs> That's right. That they did. Right there. That's they had right. a backup receiver at quarterback. Now, Big O, we got to talk to you a little bit about basketball when we got you on here. All right. So, you know, today, I think a lot of people were kind of surprised with Eric Musselman's starting lineup today. Um, who all did who all did he start, Travis? I remember Pinion started. Started Black. Pinion, Anthony Black. Uh a junior, a junior. Was he a transfer that started? Uh, yeah. Um uh, Brazel from uh Missouri. All I know, all new guys. I've never seen him. He's a he's a long guy. He's like six nine. Uh he's real athletic and block shots. Um uh, 
and they said he looked really good today. Um, uh, Ricky Council started. He's the guy that they're uh, they're saying is so athletic, transfer from Wichita State. And then uh, Barry Dunning, Jr., he was a four-star recruit, but he was Mr. Basketball out of Alabama, wasn't it, Clint? Yep. He's the one that, like, Isaiah Joe and some of those guys have come in and played pickup games with these guys, and a bunch of them are coming to Musselman and saying, man, we like playing with him. He's a good teammate. He's a good ball player. And so that says something when those, you know, those guys are coming back saying, hey, we really like that dude. So that was the starters today. Um, Should we read anything into that, you know, about the starting lineup? Or is it just kind of like he probably just picked five names out of here and go, here, you guys are starting. You no, know, what, he, what, he, what he's probably doing is is trying to get a feel and, and see the different matchups. I'm pretty sure he's going to give about two or three different matchups while they're down there. I'm, Mm-hmm. But I mean, you never know. <laughs> you never know. I never, I never get hyped over preseason. Right. Yeah. I never get. You no, know, I never get hyped over preseason ranking mm-hmm. because it means it means nothing. But they have us ranked number one this year. Last year they had yeah. five different number ones within a month. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I, I just. I, I think he's just trying to get a feel of the different matchups and, you know, different people and what they're doing. Yeah. Well, you can't get excited because this would be about like me and you playing one-on-one. Yeah, it's a competitive basketball game, but we might have a similar game, Big O, but I don't have all the talent baggage. Right. <laughs> you know, so I just say it. It just – like you can't read too much into it. Because I mean, just one of them is a lot better than the other one. So uh, it, they he played twelve players today. Yeah, which is not Musselman like. You know, he normally sticks to seven or eight. So I think well, Big O's right. I think you you don't want to judge too much on this because he's going to tighten up that rotation. You know, as when the season starts and everything. This is just a. It's a chance for them to get used to playing together and things like that. Big O, when you were playing, did y'all ever get to go on one of these like foreign trips? Nah, I couldn't remember if. Uh, see, nah. like Nolan went to. No, they got like magically played a Fort Worth. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> they did. They took you all the way to Fort Worth back then. Yeah, yeah they had taken back home. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you got to go. You got to play the Final Four in Denver, though. Woo. I think the furthest we've gone was the Maui tournament in Maui. Oh, that was a good one. Yep. My last year. Yeah, that that had to be nice to be able to go over there and do that. Doing Thanksgiving and, you know, my, I was able to bring my mom with me. It was nice. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. Well, they get to do that this year, too. Were they going to Maui? Yeah. They're, uh, who is it they play first? Uh, I think Louisville. Yeah, Louisville. They're playing Louisville first game there. That'll be a good game. Now, yeah. now no big O. We we said that um, that you we that you you know you didn't get to watch the game today, but now Eric Musselman was out there coaching in a t-shirt. They already dresses down because he was because they used to wear suits back in the day. You you know you had Nolan and suits and boots. 
Jerry kind of he was first guy to really just wear the polo. Right. And then everybody's like, he's getting away with it. Why? Like, why, why ain't I doing this? So next thing you know, now you got people out there dressing like Bill Belichick coaching basketball games, yeah. wearing hoodies. Uh, but, but no, he was literally wearing athletic shorts and a t-shirt coaching the basketball game. So it was probably just like a little scrimmage anyway, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, but I was like, hey, well, they did. This is a game. They did do their warm up on the beach. Yeah, really. Yeah, like they were literally. Like they said, they were on an outdoor court on the beach was where they did their walkthrough. Man, y'all do a lot of outdoor activities with Nolan Richardson? (laughs) Did about him yelling at you, blowing a whistle? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. we warming up, all right. (laughs) To hell on sand, yeah. (laughs) Man, these guys, oh my god, oh my god. He at least had some good cookouts for you, right? Oh yeah, he always he always did some good cooking, but these guys get to go overseas and get to play. They get the nice facilities. I mean, they just, yeah, whew, man, they getting paid now. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> <laughs> now, we, now there was no somebody. No, this is a basketball question. Some Andre Iguodala made a comment, and as soon as I said, I'm like, next time we have big old, I have to ask him about this. So. Um, he basically said that the 2012 dream team, which now that team had Carmelo back when Carmelo was balling, LeBron, Kobe, who else did they have on the team? Kevin Love was their only big. I remember that. But he said that team would beat the dream team. <laughs> and Durant was on it. Dur- no. <laughs> <laughs> I think I like his answer. <laughs> Man, I, you know, I, I hate when people do that. You, you, I mean, really? I mean, you got Michael Jordan, Larry Bird. I mean, stop it right there. Then you got Magic Johnson. I mean, really? I mean, I mean, oh my gosh. I mean, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, stop it, people. Stop it. Like I posted something about, you know, the all-time Razorback lineup and they like you know you forgot about this guy and you know joe klein and this yeah. guy i'm like uh, i'm like oh stop it people i mean it's no comparison we all played in different eras i mean right, it's yeah different, you know what i'm saying this but but ain't nobody stop a dream team one <laughs> no. no no you got I mean, you want to go defense-wise, you got Scotty, you got Carl Malone, you got MJ. I mean, gosh. No, no. Well, and they and, and and they had nobody. No, they had zero. Kevin loves their center. You've got no one to guard Patrick Ewing, and you have no one no to one guard David Robinson. Robinson. No one to guard Charles Barkley. I mean, nah. God. Nah. I'm with you. Yeah. I, I'm really happy that I asked that question. Really right. I really am. In the Olympics, you can play a zone. So, <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Because so, in the NBA, they wasn't playing zone at all. Yeah, so try play a zone against Larry Bird if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah he, so, so who was the best trash talker? I mean, I, I just got to ask since you brought up Larry Bird, who was the best trash talker you went up against? Akeem Olajuwon. 
King was really that good because he seems so he seems so humble, like he would never trash talk anyone. I mean, it's in a joking way. It's not like he'd be like, I told y'all, he'd be like, he'd give you a dream shake and you run it back down the floor. He'd be like, where were you? <laughs> yeah, I shook you so bad. I lost you. <laughs> so it wasn't in that way that it makes you hate him or anything. It was kind yeah, of. it was just all, but the most trash talk is Vernon Maxwell. Oh, yeah, I bet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can tell just watching those games. Yeah, some of those guys hide it well. You know, like I, I wouldn't have thought Hakeem. You know, because you know he doesn't. You know, but Vernon Maxwell, he he, he ran his mouth even well, no he matter what. It in a laughing way, but Vernon doesn't like try to take your heart and soul. So. <laughs> <laughs> he's one of those probably that's trying to get in your head. He's trying to do the psychology of it, isn't he? Couldn't work. Yeah. <laughs> never worked <laughs> never worked yeah. <laughs> now did you ever um clint was asking about this we were talking about it you know i guess that dream team that you know that first dream team was the first time they brought nba players uh so how did that fit did did you ever get a chance to try out for a national team like that or no, you know, Clint asked me that before you came, and I was like, you know, you got – if they just stay with college, I still have to deal with Shaq, Alonzo, Christian Leitner, you know, all those guys that were drafted lottery before me. So, I mean, yeah. I know that I would have gave a good challenge. I would have gave a good fight. But, you know, it's pretty much they, – they go by name-wise. I mean, yeah. you know, they – Everybody knows Shaq should have been on Dream Team One, but Christian Layton was the face of the NCAA at the time, you know? Yeah. Of course, they're going to put, you know, that's, that's just how it is. I mean, but, I mean, I mean, I would have been honored to try out, but realistically, yeah. knowing the guys that were ahead of me, I, I was like, okay, yeah. But, yeah. you know. Well, well you, 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 you would have been number one in my heart, Big O. I appreciate it. I don't know what it meant. That doesn't get you anything. That and a dollar gets you a cup of coffee at McDonald's, but that's about it. <laughs> that's right. You're on our Razorback Dream Team, so that's all that matters. Sean. I appreciate it, guys. Well, I really do. <laughs> so, uh, so Clint has us going undefeated. I do. I got us losing to. Here's another. Here's another thing that happens. I think if either one of y'all's records is correct. Are my records correct? Either one. If they finish 10 and 2 or 12 and 0, KJ Jefferson's in New York for the Heisman ceremony. I agree. Yeah. If if you're going into the season, one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the NCAA, you, you should already be on the Heisman. Yeah. Heisman watch list. I, 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 if KJ develops, if KJ takes another step forward, that that's the difference. I mean, that's just it. I don't think y'all realize, people realize how special KJ really can be. Yeah. I mean, he could be every bit of Cam Newton special. Yeah. And I think he's a better leader than Cam Newton. I just hate that he's in such a tough conference, Clint. It's 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 just yeah, awful, it, you know, because it's just okay, say he we beat AM and Alabama. They put him on the map. But then hell, we got Mississippi State coming on the road. Then just like you know, we got BYU on the road. I mean, it's it's hard. I mean, then we got to play 
it's, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. it, it is hard, but players like that love that challenge. Yeah. 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 You know, they do. I mean, you know. No, I, I, Big O's right. I mean, it's all it takes is one loss nowadays, and people will write someone off for the Heisman. Yeah. You know, now, usually it takes more than that, you know, but it takes just one bad game, you know, really. One. And hopefully he doesn't have that. A lot of that's really going to depend on how these receivers, what they do. Because if you well, think about it, every time you lose, it's who's fault, the quarterback. Yeah, oh yeah, that's who gets the blame. He can go out and throw five touchdowns and 500 yards, but if we lose, oh, that wasn't enough. Yeah. Well, people keep saying, like, I want to see Malik Horns, but I want to see Malik Horns. It's like, why? Yeah. yeah I mean, you know. Want, well, and that's another one, Big O, um, just to kind of, you know, replacing Traylon Burks. Uh, Malik Hornsby, the backup quarterback, you know, they've been putting him out at receiver. And, you know, he's stupid fast. Like, he's he's very fast. And they say he's – I don't give him time to get the ball to him. It doesn't matter. <laughs> that's right. You're right. But I think they will. And I think Hornsby's going to be a big impact. Like, I, th I think – they say uh, – I know, well, Trey Biddy from uh, – 24-7 sports, one thing he talks about is when Hornsby comes in the game, said all the D-backs and all the linebackers are pointing him out. They're aware of him. Now, part of that may be worried about trick play because he can pass. Right. But also because they're worried about his speed. He's so daggum fast, they, they got to worry about him. So um, it's going to be a fun year. That's all I know. Hog, look, we got – and that's one of the cool things, like we talked about earlier. What's so cool about you, Big O, is you're a fan of these Razorbacks. And one of the best things about being a fan of the Razorbacks right now is everything's going good. Everything's coming up rosy right now, right? We got basketball looking great. Football's looking great. Softball, baseball, finish. Baseball, softball, gymnastics. You're going to be here for the Alabama game, huh? Yeah, I'm coming out of it. I mean, you know, AM is back at home, but I don't know if I'm gonna be able to make it back to back weekend. That's gonna be too much partying right there. So <laughs> I'm too old for that. So I just take it and I'd rather be in Fayetteville, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no. No, because I mean I'm sure they'll love to have you over at Bud Walton and Eric Musselman love to meet you. And I'm sure all the basketball teams would love to see a legend. Hey, uh, it would be good if, if he can get us all come back from Midnight Madness. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, no. It, it would be great because I think Musselman really does embrace the tradition and he does need you guys back from Midnight Madness. Bring all the I legends. Feel, I feel this is the year. I feel this is the year for us. Oh, to I play. do too. Yeah. And, and, and they look like a team today. They really did. I only got to watch bits and pieces, but they looked like a team. Um, you could tell that, that, um, Devo Davis was almost like the assistant coach over there. That's what I was. That's what yeah, I heard he, somebody else too. They said he yeah, was. He, he was really looking like he was on the court. He he looked like a leader. He, even on the sidelines, he looked like a leader. So that's great to hear. That's yeah. good. Because I think everybody felt like Devo kind of took a step back from his freshman year, um, his sophomore year. But I I, I think you know he's he's been a lot quieter. 
and I think he's going to be, he's been a lot more workmanlike, and I think it's hopefully um, well, improved the game. Kamani Johnson had a good game today, too. Well, I mean. The only other effort Travis, I, I don't take anything. I mean, just. Well, was, I mean, like. Everybody like, had a good game today. Yeah. yeah like, like hey, yeah. It'd be like us three going out there playing a, a peewee team. <laughs> um, I mean. They, they, they'd get some in, but at the end of the day, we're just we're 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 just we're, yeah. <laughs> well, well, big old, hey, do you have an NFL team? The Eagles. Eagles. Yep. Fly Eagles, fly. Huh? That's right. All right. You've been a fan of it. Well, growing up in Dallas, you were a different cat then. If you liked them, I'm the of the family. <laughs> huh. I'm the black sheet of the family. Cowgirl <laughs> fan. Uh, yeah. yeah. I got a I got a feeling you just probably got annoyed by all the people loving the cowboys. Like, you know, I don't just like your rivals just to be in here. <laughs> I like it. When did you start liking them? Who was playing for them? Jaworski, Reggie White, uh, uh Reggie Brown in the middle, Seth Jordan. Randall Cunningham. Michael. You know, I can just go on and on. It goes back to Jaws, baby. Yeah, he goes back to Jaws. Yeah, Dick yeah. Vermeil was the coach, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, now, I did I, my my job before the one I am now. They had uh, they did like a speaker and or motivational speaker was Vince Papali, who was from the movie. And pretty much all he did was like show pictures of him. Like, here's me with Mark Wahlberg. I'm Vince Papali. <laughs> I'm Vince Papali. <laughs> like for literally an hour, just like. Hey everybody, I'm Vince Papali. <laughs> well, big O, I'm a uh I've been born and raised in Arkansas, but I'm a Browns fan. So you can feel bad for me all you want. I'm a I don't know if I'm a just dedicated or I'm a glutton for punishment or what, but I've liked them ever since uh Bernie Kozar and yeah um uh, Webster Slaughter and Man, you really a true friend. You went all the way back to Bernie. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's when I started liking them, man. I, I was my family was all Cowboys fans, so I'd kind of root for them a little bit, just because my family did, my dad, my uncles. But I wanted my team, you know. I wanted to pick my team, and exactly. and they were good then, you know. They were making it. Of course, I thought they were good. They were making the AFC Championship game. Of course, then you know. John Elway's throwing, you know, doing the drive on them and stuff like that. Ernest Biner's fumbling at the goal line or whatever. But um, I just loved it, man. I love their fans. You know, they'd be in the snow with their shirts off and those dog hats on. Oh, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. And Webster Slaughter, you know, he wasn't a big receiver, but he'd be no gloves on out there catching, you know, passes in the snow you know and that you know cold up there in cleveland and i just man i and uh mike johnson at linebacker and most of those guys anyway now i do remember like my first cold weather practice at arkansas tech you just you saying this about browns fans are mine whenever i was in high school and we'd have cold weather games i'd always wear a turtleneck underneath my my jersey Mm-hmm. I get to college, it's cold weather. I'm like, okay, I'm putting my turtleneck on. I come out, and Jumbo's like, what the crap are you wearing? <laughs> he goes, go back here. We don't wear sleeves. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what I did? I went in, I changed my undershirt. I came out with sleeveless. But 
Because hey, bullying works sometimes. We had a football coach down here in Camden, and he wouldn't wear sleeves as a coach. Like, I mean, he'd wear just short sleeves like this, you know. But he would – they played in the state championship game, and it was like 20-something degrees. And he's out there in a polo shirt, khaki shorts. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's tougher than me. I'm like, hey, you go don't like the cold. I remember that. I, I had a buddy play for the Bears, and he was like, you know – I said, man, you ain't wearing those sleeves. He said, no, nah, we put Vaseline on. Vaseline? <laughs> said, yeah, that cold wind will bounce off of it. I said, man, I don't care about no Vaseline. Give me some sleeves. He said, no, nah, because I looked at Michael Singletary, and he ain't had no sleeves, so he's the beast of the defense, so I didn't wear no sleeves either. I said, yeah. <laughs> I don't care who has. I'm wearing sleeves, turtlenecks. I'm being warm. That's why you I You're going to be out there in the thermals. The time I played football and that cold wind came through them, them ear holes and it'd be whistling, you know, uh -oh. you to get your ears warm. Yeah. And that's when I told my mom, I said, Mama, I'm done with football. I can't do it. <laughs> well, see, nowadays they got all that Under Armour stuff and everything. Uh, you know, back in the day, we didn't have none of that. So, like, we'd wear uh, hoodies. We'd wear football. hoodies underneath our football pads. And thigh pads and pads and stuff. You know, you know, we, we took the elbows and licks as they were now they cushioned. Yeah. Everything's yeah. just so ugh. yeah. Well, big old man, we appreciate you so much for joining us again, man. It was fun as we knew it would be. Uh we we love talking football with you. We love talking anything with you, but uh this was cool talking football and getting your predictions. We'll revisit these as the season goes and kind of see how things are going. But uh, we appreciate you big time, man. And, um, hey, man, it's the biggest podcast there is. You got Big C, Bigger T, and the one and only Big O. I mean, who's doing a Razorback preview bigger than that? Nobody. 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 I know. I mean, it's not athletic anything, but being with school start, I want everybody just, you know, pray for everybody's safety, you know, with college starting and, and all these, you know, just pray for the kids, the staff members and everybody, you know, this is yeah. rough. You know, I, my, my grandkids first day was today. So, you know, it's oh, just nerve wracking, but, you know, I just, everybody just lift our country up in prayer, man. Let's just keep everybody safe and, Get these hogs and get this championship, baby. It's our year. It's our year. I feel like and it's going to be a lot of championships in all the sports. All the sports. Let's but go. Let's, you let's, guys let's once again having me. I mean, I love it. I mean, you know, anytime, you know, it's always fun. You know, Clint gave me a bunch of laughs before you got on, of course, T, you know, dead late, you know, he, he gave me a couple of stories, but you know, <laughs> I told I told him said you're that friend. Like, okay, I got it. I got it. Okay, I got. It. I got it. <laughs> but I really Which I love you. I love you, man. It's been 35 years. I know how you are. Uh -oh. I deserve it. I deserve it. <laughs> hey, I had I had three obligations tonight, and I was not gonna miss this. <laughs> I missed one of them, and I cut the other one short. So I'm, I'm good. But uh, but no, seriously, Big O, thank you so much, dude. And uh, we'll talk with you a little bit more for a week. But I'm going to stop recording here. Once again, like and share this podcast. 
with your friends, your best friends, with your enemies. I don't care. Like Big O said, folks going back to school. Hey, have a great school year. Stay safe. Lots of things out there. Look, COVID's rearing its head a little bit more and things like that. We don't want none of that. So let's let's stay safe out there, okay? And uh, just y'all have a great week. Root on those hogs. What do you think, Clint? 12-0, undefeated, natty. (laughs) Let's do it. Sweat. Yeah.